Welcome. My name's Tracy Cook, and this is a podcast series, Victim to Victory. This series gives a voice to those that have overcome obstacles in all forms, that dare greatly to share their real stories. Amazing humans that have seen hope and risen above those adversities to become victorious, that now go on and support and inspire others to do the same. So please subscribe and comment to go into our monthly draw to win access to the Brand Your Story Academy podcast creator course and head to the website link in the description to download our latest ebook. Today we have a very special guest and he's he's been on an amazing journey and we're going to welcome him into the Victim to Victory community because Gregorio Lewis learned the hard way, the difference between being alive and truly living. His story is powerful, insightful, and it's going to pack a punch for you today. He was born into a financially comfortable Jewish family near Boston, Massachusetts in the US. His story is absolutely amazing, inspiring and empowering. By the time Gregorio was 16 years old, his parents had successfully threatened a psychiatrist, which we'll probably be hearing about in his story he's going to share bravely with us today. And in 2015, after Gregorio's adolescent medical documents were obtained, the truth was exposed. And at the insistence of his medical providers, all psychiatric diagnoses were removed from his medical file and he stopped taking drugs. Now, Gregorio is neurodivergent, a spiritual, a punk rocker, awesome, and he's ungovernable. He took the shattered pieces of his life and he continues to turn what was done to him into solid gold by helping others to do the same. Now, bottom line, this is the bottom line. He's going to be coming on and sharing his powerful story. Gregorio survived the impossible, and this has taught him the reason he was born and is truly living today. Gregorio's current journey includes figuring out how to turn his experiences, what he has created as a result of those experiences, into tools that help others live lives of stability while helping ensure that he remains stable, safe and healthy as well. Gregorio Lewis, welcome to Victim to Victory. Thank you so much for having me. It's a real blessing to be here with you today. Thank you so much. It is our honour because your story is absolutely amazing. Where does your story start? I was born in 1973. And my parents were sick, meaning that much in part due to the Holocaust and what happened to our, our bloodline, I suppose, in Europe in the 1940s, that my parents were raised as children when they were born in the United States by mothers who just destroyed them. And thus, I was born. And my mother did the same thing to me, much like happened to millions of people back on the other continent who didn't make it. I did. That makes sense because I grew up with a monster. Monsters. 
And thus, by the time I was 15, I was locked in facilities for fraudulent reasons because my parents were afraid of their son telling the world what they were doing to me. And they had money and power and they used it. And ultimately, ultimately I had my life signed away when I was 15 with a fraudulent purchased diagnosis of schizophrenia and 80,000 pills later, I proved that I was a child victim, not just of my parents, but of big pharma and by the psychiatric community and pretty much everyone because I was a walking victim in plain view and nobody protected me, even though many people knew. So you can imagine what can happen to a person over the course of 28 years of being dehumanized and feminized and destroyed on the inside and told that everything is bad about you and that you're never going to be anything and you might as well just take your meds, shut up and stay out of trouble. Well, I proved in 2015 after I was working by that point in time as a mental health worker, a lived experience worker uh, since 2007, that in fact, after obtaining my medical records while working for the Department of Mental Health in my state, and um, after already having success as a person in recovery because of the works I created and books I wrote and conferences I spoke at, I had a platform that once I obtained my medical records from the company I worked for, who just happened to be the people who were my wards when I was a teenager, and I got off all those drugs and proved what happened to me happened, that was the end of my life as I knew it and the beginning of the life I live now. And so as of 2015, I have not taken a pill since. And I've spent the past seven years having my life collapse, burn to the ground. I often say, quote, unquote, I lost everything, but, or however, I am alive. I am breathing. I have a beating heart. And my brain is good. That sounds like funny. I'm affected, but I feel beautiful in my heart. And all I want to do with my life for the every day forward is be kind and be helpful and be loving and do good in the world. And especially help people like me, the people who are the, considered the trash of society, the people who don't matter, the people who are just looked at as worthless. Well, I'm that person and I'm, I'm not going to be that person anymore. And so I want to help other people through what I've experienced and learned how to not be that person, find a way to have a chance. And I sort of expect to die at any moment because that's just the life I've lived. But I also expect to live to 117. But it's that reality that allows me to be okay. So all I want to do is love and be kind, um, love animals, love people, and hopefully make a difference in the world that I can have my legacy or whatever that means be one of gorgeous beauty and never ending love instead of what they tried to say was, which we now know was untrue. And so that's, that's me right now. 
in this moment, I thank you. So, so to live that life under somebody else's lie almost, isn't it? So somebody else has 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 lied to you, has and and you've lived this life, Gregorio, of like you, your own words, you know, you're feeling worthless and you're the scum of society and uh, you didn't think you would amount to anything. And then to, to have it all come to fruition and proved that you weren't that person, what, what were your feelings around that when you finally got to prove that you were not that person, that you knew you weren't all that time? I mean, what was your feelings around that my feelings well I mean it's the first time I felt feelings because I took drugs for 28 years that stopped me from being a whatever a normal human being was I had no idea what feelings were so what did I feel I felt alive I was alive for the first time in my entire life and um, a lot of people didn't like that because for the first time, I was no longer the fall guy. In fact, I was the public standing on his own two feet, victim of the legal like authority in my own state, which controlled my job as well. And so I quickly found out that my liberation and jubilation was a problem for a lot of very powerful people. And I guess I can just sum it up in one sentence more, that my parents gave me an ultimatum, that if I don't stop talking about what happened in our home when I was a child, that I no longer have a family. So that's how I ended up here in Mexico as a formerly homeless person. <laughs> and I, that's how I'm talking to you because I said, yeah, no thanks. I've lived your life for 28 years. And if you can't be a good human being to my mother and my father, if you, excuse me, if you can't do right by your son, who all he wants you to do is come out and tell the world that maybe you made a mistake or our son turned out great. Like, Look at him, he's kind and smart and he loves animals and he tries to be good to people and he creates all this stuff to help make the world better. If they couldn't come out and acknowledge that I was truly a good human being that, and I didn't care that they hurt me, I told them, I don't care that you hurt me. I just want you to be my mother and father and like say you love me or say that you're proud of me. And they said that, if I don't stop talking about this, I'll be kicked out of my family. And so I was kicked out of my family and I've not spoken to anybody I'm related to by blood in years. I don't know, four years. I don't know, longer. That's I'm happy though, because what kind of life would it be if I kept my mouth shut about who abused me? Sorry, mom. Sorry, mental health system. Sorry, legal authorities. Sorry, everybody. But I turned out great. And if anyone doesn't, doesn't want to embrace that, excuse me. And that's entirely their problem. So thank you for this opportunity. I, I completely agree with you there because sometimes, you know, this saying, blood is thicker than water, 
I don't know. I'm, I'm not too keen about that saying because if your family, your number one blood can't support you and see you and, and trust you and say they love you, they don't earn a place in your life. That You've got to earn that whether you're family or not, right? And sometimes we are so much better off without a, a family that doesn't care or love or support us and we're on our own because friends can be family. Communities can be family. Family yes. is so all-encompassing and you need to have people around you that support and, and just say they love you or just say they're proud of you because that's your family. Those people that are breathing life into you and telling you those things like they love you and they support you and they're proud of you, they're your family. Family isn't always blood. And I've been challenged on that quite a few times, Gregorio, but family is not always blood. And there's always people that are going to connect with you and your story, especially being so powerful because you are kind and you are helping others. And there's so much strength in your vulnerability for being brave to come and share your story because no doubt you're not alone. And people are going to be raising their hands saying, me too. I, I need to go connect with Gregorio because I've got a story similar to his and I need family too, right? So this is why your story is so important to get that message out into the world because you've been at an arm's length for so long. And now that you're free just to be you, that's just a powerful place to be, isn't it? I have a pretty good life and um, I'm just trying to make it stable. It's kind of a funny thing to say, right? That I have a great life. I'm happy, but it's not stable. So how do like, ah, that's, that's like what, when you did the introduction at the end, it, it said like, I want to take all these things that happened and then, then the things I've created as a result, and then turn that into not just like stability for myself. Cause I have like, Sounds gonna sound funny, right? But I have like I have generally have emotional and mental stability. I'm pretty solid. I feel pretty pretty fine. Um, I feel good about like how I am. But when certain things happen, I sometimes go absolutely berserk, and I will not be having those certain things happen if I have that stability that I need to be okay. And so that's what I am doing, and that is why when everything collapsed, and I couldn't be in the United States any longer. And I left my country and I went to Europe and I traveled like 30 different countries telling my story after being forbidden from talking. So in Bulgaria and Greece and in Turkey and in France and in Kosovo and everywhere you can imagine uh, in defiance of the, of the, the ultimatum that if you talk, Craig or oh, Gregorio, my name in English is Craig, but I separate myself from that. If you talk, Craig, there's going to be consequences. And I said, oh, yeah. And that's how I made friends. And that's how I created family. And that's why I can go almost anywhere in this world. And because someone knows my story and they relate to it. Or they heard about it. Or I went to their town like I spoke with somebody in Riga, Latvia, who said to me, I'm from the United States, but I live here in part because my story is like yours. And I'd never met anybody ever who said what you just said. And I've been told that in 15 different countries, 
and in 15 different languages, the same thing. That's how I know I'm not alone. And I thank you for helping me be even less alone because you are correct. Family is who breathes, breathes, breathes life into you. And I'm laughing right now because I have cats that uh, depended me that I found here in Mexico, came to my house. I have some friends who breathe life into me and I try to do the same. And that's my path. And I'm going to keep walking it. And I want to make it better so others in my life who are close to me benefit than the people on the periphery benefit and the people with the lived experiences of being treated like they don't matter and treated like they have no value and all this. I want them to rise up. And I know if I do what I do, that over time, the ripple effect, instead of a domino effect knocks down, the ripple effect creates. And then I have the people in my life that I can cherish, who can cherish me and we can all live better lives. That is what I want. That is what I'm working on. That's what I want to work with on, with you and everyone else who sees this and wants to connect. I thank you. That is amazing. We love disruptors. We love thought leaders. We love world changers. And we love people who critically think and question things like yourself. And what kind of message would you like to leave the audience on today? First, I want to say that I'm obsessed with Perth, Australia. Just accept that I'm obsessed with lots of things and Perth is one of them. Um, my message to the world and to all of you is that please remember that no matter what anyone has ever done to you, no matter what anyone has ever said to you, no matter how you have reacted to what's been done to you, no matter how you have reacted to what's been said to you, in this moment, you have all the power in the entire universe to change yourself by choosing in every moment to be better. Everyone can do this. Doesn't matter what they said about you. Doesn't matter what you did or how you reacted or anything. The only thing that matters is that you want to live a better life and that you're willing to look yourself in the mirror and say, I like this part of this but I don't like this part so I'm going to make myself do what I have to do to like myself more so I can have more of the good good things in the world that I deserve in defiance of everything and everyone and that's my message to the world do you and do you well and don't let anybody tell you that you're not worth every good thing in the world because I am the living breathing walking evidence that a person can have their entire life erased and destroyed and wrecked and you can look like this and smile and believe and trust and love and love and love and if i can do this so can anyone else i thank you all from my heart blessings from mexico that is so powerful. Just do you live in defiance. Thank you so much for being brave to share your story. You are so appreciated. You've really got me in the feels today, mate, I must tell you. And we will definitely be sharing where people can connect with you as well. Uh, you can find the Victim to Victory podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, I really hope you got value from today. Actually, I know you would have got value from today. So please subscribe and comment 
and connect with Gregorio Lewis. He is a world changer, a thought leader and a disruptor and we love that. Head to the website link in the description to download the latest ebook. Thank you very much and let me leave you with a message of figure out who you are and do it on purpose. See you on the next episode.